In the last episode, I showed you how to add various forms of authentication to a given user account using OmniAuth. In this episode, we'll continue our look into OmniAuth and see how to handle users which sign out and want to sign back in using that type of authentication, and also what happens when a user comes to our site who has not signed in at all. We need to create a user account for them the same time they are authenticated. Right after I finished the last episode, a new version of OmniAuth was released, which includes some important fixes. Uh, to get those here, I'm going to run the bundle update command in my project, which will upgrade everything to the latest version. Also, this new version of OmniAuth changes the name of the request environment variable that it passes in. So instead of rack.auth, it's now omniauth.auth. So you'll need to change that. Now, the first thing I want to focus on is when we sign out and then try to sign back in using Twitter. So let's try this out. Let's just sign out of this account and then choose sign in. So as you can see, this takes us to that same authentications page and we can choose to sign in using Twitter here. But I also added a little note at the bottom saying that um, if they don't have these services, they can sign up or sign in using a password. And that'll just take them to the traditional device form where they fill out their password information. But here we wanna try signing in through Twitter. And when we click this, it's automatically going to do the allow in the background. And it takes us to uh, back to our callback, auth Twitter callback, which is going to be our authentications controller that we set up in the previous episode. But as you can see here, we get an error message, which is kind of expected. It's saying undefined method authentications on nil. And that's because we assume that we have a current user, which we're adding an authentication to, but we're currently not signed in. So this isn't working. So I'm going to change this code around a little bit and first fetch an authentication if we can. So let's do authentication. Let's, let's just steal this code here. Find by provider or our UID. And then if we do find an authentication, then we want to sign in. Otherwise, we're going to actually create the authentication. Now we still need to handle the case where no authentication exists for a new user, but that's going to uh, be a little bit later. So let me just say create, and then our provider is auth provider. You know, to avoid confusion, I'm going to change this to OmniAuth, this hash name. So that way we have our authentication record separate, OmniAuth provider, and then our UID, it's going to be OmniAuth UID. So there we go. So if an authentication is found, then what we want to do is sign in that user. And with device, what we, all we have to do is call sign in and redirect with the user parameter and then just pass in that actual user model. So in this case, authentication.user will be the found user and that will sign that user in. Otherwise, if it's not found, it will try to create it on the current user um, like we did before. So let's try this again. When I click Twitter now, it does the authentication and it actually redirects me back to the homepage and says I'm signed in. So if I go to our authentications URL, you can see it looks like it did before because I'm currently signed in under that account. Now I should probably add a little flash notice here so that it's obvious that the user signed in. I'll just say, um, signed in successfully. There we go. So next we need to handle the case where a new user comes to our site who hasn't been here before and tries to sign in through Twitter. Uh, when they do that, this won't work because it currently assumes there's a current user record. So they're logged in already. 
But let me just try this out by going to my Railscast account and signing out of there. And then on my little app, I can sign out of here and then attempt to sign in using Twitter. Let's see what happens. Well, it's asking for my username and password, and I'll type in the information of a different account here. So sign that in, and then it's redirecting me back to my application, and then we get that same error message, authentications on nil, because our, we don't have a current user record. So going back to our controller, we need to handle this case differently. So I'm just going to add an else if statement here. So um, only if there's a current user, then we should try to add the authentication to that user. Otherwise, it's a new user, uh, so we actually need to create a new user, user.new, and then we want to add that authentication to it. So I can basically do the same thing as I do up here. Uh, let me just do build instead of create, and actually that create should probably have a bang so that it uh, raises an exception if validations fail. So let's do that again, and we want to save our user. So for now, let's do it with an exclamation mark, to make sure validations pass. And then if that's successful, it should redirect to um, basically sign in that user and redirect them to the homepage. So let's try signing in again with that new Twitter account. Let's just click Twitter. It'll do it all in the background because we've already authorized the app. And now we get that error message saying validation failed. Email can't be blank and password can't be blank. So this is devise reporting these validations on the user model because it assumes uh, you have an email and password on the user. If we take a look at our user model, we can see that we have our device call with the validatable option. So this is actually where those password and email validations are being added. Now one choice we have is just to remove this option entirely, which will remove all the validations. And that might work for our Twitter authentication, but what about um, if we want to add password authentication too, I want to support that as well. So that's not really an option here. Another option is to go into our controller and just call save with validate false. And that's, by the way, a new way to do it in Rails 3. You pass the validate option, and that will skip the validation only on this save. But that means we might have invalid data in our database, and I really don't like that, especially if we're trying to validate uniqueness of something. Um, we may have a username field, and we always want that to be unique no matter what data gets put in there. So I really don't like this either. So we want to make sure that our record is always valid in the database. Unfortunately, there's no easy solution to this problem. What we need to do is that if validation fails is redirect the user to a form where they can correct any validation problems and complete the user registration process. So to do that, what we have to do is change our behavior so that if validation passes, we do uh, the normal sign in. But if it fails, we need to redirect them to the new registration page. So redirect to the new uh, user registration URL, like that. However, we don't want to lose our OmniAuth information. So what we need to do is store that in a session. So I'll say session OmniAuth. Now the problem is it can't be stored directly because sometimes it's a little too big to fit in our cookie session store. So what I like to do is use accept uh, extra because that usually contains a lot of extra information that really isn't important for me just to get the user registered. Now you might want to customize exactly what information you're passing in here. So now this will easily fit inside that session cookie. However, the next thing we need to do is customize the way our registration controller behaves, but that's already buried deep inside device engine. However, we can override that. So let's create a new controller called uh, registrations. 
And we also need views for this controller. So I'm just going to copy over the ones that Devise uses using the Devise Views generator. So what this did is copy over all the views from the Devise engine so that we can customize them. And I covered this more in episode number 210. But all we really want to do here is just move our registration views into the new registrations folder so that they will uh, work with our registrations controller. Next, we need to go to our routes file and change this device for call to tell device that we want to change our controllers. And we want to use the uh, registrations controller. It's just going to be called, well, registrations. So that way it won't use the device registrations controller. It'll go directly to our custom one. And so here's that controller which we generated earlier. And what we want to do basically is just override some of device's registrations controller functionality here. And so we can just inherit straight from device registrations controller. And then inside of here, it just so happens that that controller has a method called build resource. It takes some arguments. So let's just pass this on to super. So what this method does basically is build the user model inside the new and create actions in this controller. So by overriding this single method, we're able to inject some custom behavior uh, to add to this user model. Basically what I want to do here is something similar to the authentications controller where I call authentications build and then build it based off of what's in the session OmniAuth. So I'm basically duplicating this line that's here in the authentications controller. And because I want to add some additional functionality surrounding this later, I'm just going to move this into a custom method inside our user model. So let's call this apply OmniAuth and then just pass in the OmniAuth hash. So now inside of our user model, let's just add that apply OmniAuth method. And then it just basically does the same thing which it did in that controller. And that means we can use this inside of our new registrations controller. So I'll just say apply OmniAuth and the session OmniAuth. And I only really want to do this behavior if there is one. So say if OmniAuth session. And I also want to uh, validate the user. So that way validations show up in the new action uh, when they uh, are redirected there. Okay, let's see what this code does in action. If I click on Twitter here, it'll log in using that new Twitter account. And it takes me to the signup page because I have, don't have a user account yet and it has validation errors. So everything looks like it's working. Now we don't want to have validations for the password when the user has other means of authentication. So going inside of our user model, we need to disable the password validations inside of here. And through device, there's a way to do that. And that is by overriding this method called password required. And if this returns false, the password validations won't take place. And so we only want to validate a password when we have no other authentications. So if authentications are empty, or if we are trying to add a password when we also have other authentications. So if a password is not blank. And then I also uh, want to delegate to super so that uh, we get the other behavior as well. Now going to our signup form here, we want to hide these password fields when they're not required. Um, so I can actually make use of that method. So if I use your password required, then we want to show the password fields. There we go. So now let's test this out by hitting reload here and watch the error messages. Reload, it switches to one email field and it's only saying email can't be blank because we have other authentications. 
There's one more thing we need to do inside the registrations controller, and that is to clear out the OmniAuth data inside the session after the user successfully registers. So we can do that by overriding the create action and just calling super. And then we just want to clear out the OmniAuth session, set it to nil, uh, only if the user is a new record or not a new record. So there we go. So when the user successfully registers, uh, it'll get set to nil. And now we can try this out by filling out an email address here. Just to complete our registration, click sign up. And now it's successfully signed me in as for an example. Let's check out our authentications. And notice we have our Twitter successfully added as an authentication to this new user. I want to finish off by showing you one more thing, and that is how easy it is to add a service to OmniAuth once you get this basic foundation set. So for example, let's say I want to add OpenID support. Now OpenID does have some conflicts with Webrick because it uses some long URLs. So I'm going to actually switch over to Mongrel here by changing my gem file and mentioning 120pre2 because that works with Rails. And then next go to your OmniAuth config file and just add this line there. This will add the OpenID provider and notice I'm using a file system store here. If your host doesn't provide that, you can choose to use um, a memcached store or active record store or really any other choices. It's just that OpenID does require a persistent store. Uh, one thing about this though is that OpenID doesn't include the file system store automatically, so we need to require it at the top here. So just say OpenID um, store slash file system. And then lastly, I want to go into my user model and change the way the supply OmniAuth method works because OpenID provides a email parameter and I want to use that in this user model. So I'll say self email equals the OmniAuth user info, that's what it's under, and email. Uh, we'll do that if the email is blank so that way we don't override anything that may be said already. All right, now we can give this a try by signing in on a new user account here through OpenID. So let's say my OpenID credentials there. And then when I choose connect, it'll redirect me to my OpenID profile and I'll just continue. And I have a different email address set up to this so there won't be any conflicts. And notice it successfully creates a new user and automatically assigns the email address that was applied to my OpenID account. And if I go to the authentications, well, you can see uh, my OpenID is listed here. It's The title needs a little bit of work, but it's basically working. I can't bear to have that title messed up like that for OpenID, so uh, let me just fix that real quick. This is where that title is being displayed on the authentications index action. And um, so titleize won't really work here, so let me just make a new method called provider name on authentication. So let me just add this provider name, and if provider is open ID, then we'll want to um, display open ID like that. Otherwise, then we can do the provider titleize method. So this way when I reload, open ID has a nice pretty title now. Well, that's all I have time for here, but I hope you enjoyed this look at OmniAuth. I've been really impressed with it, especially the vast number of services that it provides. And once you get the uh, foundation established, it's really easy to just add services as you want them. And um, shoehorning them into an existing user account system with a password, especially when validations are involved, is a little bit tricky. And I honestly haven't, wasn't able to cover every detail in the system, such as editing users. But I hope this gives you a good uh, understanding on it of sort of what's involved in using OmniAuth with Devise.